In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. About 10 years ago, the then, the then Bishop Galante sent me for some postgraduate studies at Villanova University to study administration and business with a special focus on the management of nonprofit organizations. Such training is not only essential, especially in today's world, but it is also rooted in sacred scriptures from the time of the apostles, as we read, for example, in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, when the apostles were tasked to manage the resources of the Christian community. But all of us, all Christians, regardless of our vocation in life, are called to be proper and generous stewards of God's blessings and graces. As St. Peter reminds us in the fourth chapter of his letter, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. The woman in today's gospel who gave of her two coins, which represented the smallest denomination of money in the ancient world, and the widow of Zarephath, whom we encountered in the first reading from the book of Kings, served for us not only as examples of generosity, but conveys to us the demands of Christian discipleship and stewardship. And so this morning, I would like to reflect with you three ideas from these two examples, from these two women, for our meditation. First of all, real giving is sacrificial. In the eyes of the world, the amount that was given by the woman in the temple offering may not amount to anything. But for her, it was a tremendous sacrifice. Likewise, for the widow of Zarephath to prepare such generous portions in the middle of a drought, for the prophet Elijah, as required of her by God, truly underscores the nature of sacrificial giving. Here is the point. Sacrificial giving is not just an invitation to check how much pocket change you might have. It's not just an invitation to do what we can do comfortably. It's not always about what's convenient or inconvenient. And we're not just talking about money here. We're talking about discipleship in general. Christian discipleship is very demanding. Mother Teresa was once asked, at, one, at what point does she draw the line? When is enough is enough? When it comes to charity or love. Her response was, love until it hurts. For most of us, and I include myself in this, you know, we might say to God, okay, God, I'm willing to share what I have, my time, my talent, my treasure, as long as you don't make any more difficult or unreasonable demands. You know, 
God, when you're planning that Christmas on December 25th, make sure that the Eagles aren't playing on that day. Or you know what? I'm willing to go to Mass every day, but could you, could you please inspire Father Caparis to make the Mass 45 minutes long? Because otherwise, they might grab all the seats in the diner by the time I leave. Of course, I'm being facetious. But I think we all need to be honest about our priorities. We have to be honest about what we are truly willing to sacrifice for God. Are we willing to give up our pleasures and conveniences if our faith and charity demands it? You know, I'm always inspired, for example, when I see our our parents bring in their children. You know who you are. You know, you you make that sacrifice. I know it's hard to, to be with little kids, dragging them to Mass. But you bring them because you know it's important for you and important for them. And I commend you for it. That's the kind of sacrifice that our Lord is talking about. You know, it may very well be a sign of spiritual decadence in the church and the failure of Christianity when we find ourselves unwilling to make sacrifices for God. If we're truly honest, there can be a few of us who can read the story about the widow of Zarephath and the woman in today's gospel without feeling some sort of guilt. Secondly, Real giving has a certain recklessness in it. Now, no one would have had any problems if the woman in the gospel decided to just say, I'm just going to give one coin and I'm going to keep the other for myself. After all, that's all she had. No one would have had any problem and it would certainly have been reasonable if the widow of Zarephath told Elijah, look, dude, I'm willing to offer you water. Maybe give you some bread from very little oil and flour that I have. But you're asking me to bake a cake? But what did that woman do? He said, okay, I am going to do what you ask because I trust in the Lord. I trust that the Lord will keep his promise that the jar of flour shall not go empty nor the jug of oil shall run dry until the day when the Lord sends rain upon the earth. You know, there is a great symbolic truth here and something that we really need to to think about ourselves. The truth is, for many of us, there's always some part of our lives, some part of our activities, some part of ourselves which we do not completely give to Christ. Somehow, there is always something we hold back. What are we holding back from God? And I'm not just talking about material possessions. That's too easy. I'm talking about those things in our lives that perhaps we would rather not hand over to God. Perhaps we have some secrets that we are not we are ashamed of. Perhaps unhealthy or inappropriate activities in our lives 
or even perhaps unhealthy and inappropriate relationships? Is there a deep part of ourselves that we are not willing to change? Because again, true discipleship and true generosity involves a certain recklessness. Lastly, even if we may feel that we have not much to give by way of material gifts, even if we don't think we have much to offer, if we give all that we have at God's disposal, He can do with it and with us great things. You ever wondered what happened to the woman in today's gospel? I don't know. Maybe someday we'll find out when we get to heaven. But if the story of the widow of Zarephath is of any indication, not only did the Lord provide for her, God provided for her more than enough to take care of herself, her son, and the prophet Elijah for the entire year. When we are willing to share, when we are willing to give, to sacrifice, to give our all, God is capable of taking whatever we give to Him and transform those things into something beyond what we can possibly imagine. The story of these two women we encounter today in scriptures remind us that God could never be outdone with generosity. And speaking of generosity, we have a generous parish, generous in their time, in their talent, and their treasure. We have people who volunteer and, and give of their time to serve our parish community. And those of you who responded to my stewardship appeal two weeks ago, thank you. But also God bless you abundantly for believing, just like the two women in sacred scriptures today, that the Lord will not only take care of your needs, but will reward you abundantly for your generosity. The overwhelming support of our parishioners is more than encouraging. It's very humbling for me. And it is an inspiration to me. You serve as an inspiration to me as your priest. I would like to close our meditation this morning with the poem from Robert Franklin Skillings. He writes, Over against the treasury, Emmanuel was sitting. The rich cast in of their great wealth, what seemed to them befitting. A widow came and gave two mites, which then was all her living. She did the most of all the host. How can I keep from giving? To love the Lord with all the heart and ask myself, my neighbor, I mean to strive with all my might and to this end will labor. And may I never faithless prove, but always be believing. For while I think of thy great love, how can I keep from giving? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen.